back this is the quincy jones show podcast and uh i am your host quincy jones go yes sir back in the uh quintessential quincy jones castle of catering and creative ideas i always want to throw a cavalcade in there but i just never know you, you <sighs> got it rolling off the tongue like silk brother i gotta <laughs> save it for the commentary oh boom, <laughs> another one another one boom, boom, boom. but what is going on i'm here with uh the best damn tag team partner of course in this business in podcast history. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys know what it is. It's I, Doc Lesnar, the uh, only hip-hop hip- uh, hybrid in existence in the worlds of hip-hop and pro wrestling. And yeah, man, we are back uh, with the, you know another spanking uh, episode of the Quincy Jones Show podcast, man. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Lots of things going on since the last episode, especially with the debut of Collision, which um, we will get to, and all the fallout, and you know, there's interviews wandering awry here and there ruffling feathers but um yeah i don't know i mean we've been doing this kind of new format a little bit last couple weeks uh seems like people are liking it you know kind of a quicker review and more of a focus on the news because this news has been um a lot to sink our teeth into as of late that and i think it's also you know we get a chance to also weigh in on on just the progression on things Mm -hmm. as opposed Mm -hmm. to just and then the super kick. And then on top of that, yeah, because I like the, the lariat. And then, yeah, for me, I, do too, I try but, to list yeah. spots that it's like this is a reason to go find this match. Like that's why I'll, I'll I'll put notable spots. But like, yeah, I mean, at the same time, I don't want to act like I'm doing second rate commentary after you already watched it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, this just I think is a little bit more effective, uh, especially for the listeners as well. So, but uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, you don't mind? I'm gonna kick it off some NXT real quick. I do mind. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, guys. Another change to the format. Fucking NXT, man. No, it was the Gold Rush, right? I mean, that was like night the theme. one or week yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, it's yeah. a two week. Okay, is of it two weeks? It is. Is it friend. two weeks or multi- more than that? Not one, two weeks. Oh, me. <laughs> no break. <laughs> no break. No water. God, no yeah. breaks, <laughs> but yeah, it was week one, and I'm really gonna try to breeze through uh, some of this. So uh, there was a North American title match. I think I talked about it last week. Wesley defended against uh, Tyler Bate. I heard they had a banger. They did, and it was under the uh, you know the suggestion of Mustafa Ali, who said, "And I'll be the referee." So of course, yeah, he... I was wondering about that. Because I forgot you said that, and I saw the graphic. I was like, what what was that It's still. I feel like it's still unsure what his intentions are, because honestly, uh, he helped himself to some shenanigans on both sides, to both foes, which only kind of blurred the lines even more about what his true intentions were. But uh, yeah, Wes would eventually uh, win with the cardiac kick over bait. So uh, we also have a pep rally segment, Thea Hale. She confronts Tiffany Stratton after, you know, she won that battle royal and won the chance to... uh, 
uh, you know, face her for the women's championship. She was joined by Duke Hudson and Chase U. And yeah, you know, they were just trying to get her, you know, the whole rah rah thing before the upcoming title match. She gets interrupted by Stratton and she kind of scoffs at the idea because I think I was telling you that uh, Thea's been uh, training with uh, Dempsey and, and Drew Gulak as of late, trying to like get her killer instinct. And she's been learning submission. So she's scoffing at the idea of like a submission would put her away. And she actually is able to apply a Kimura lock onto uh, the champion, causing her to symbolically tap out. Uh, you know, to the challenger ahead of their uh, big title match. There's a number one contenders tag match, uh, which is won by Idris Anofe and Malik Blade against Hank Walker and Tank Ledger and uh, Briggs and Jensen. Uh, we also have a locker room segment. I'm only, I have it was no. A, it was a three way? It was a three way. And yes. they won? And they won, yes. Wow. Yeah, they'll be facing Gallus next week in, uh, the, hmm. uh, for the tag titles. But uh, this only brought up because it's That's an interesting, interesting yeah. return, I will say. I do not care about this uh, rivalry at all. That's why I haven't really brought it up more than the first match that they had. Uh, but basically, Damon Kemp confronts Eddie Thorpe in the back. And I guess uh, I, last week he, you know, he basically says, you know, uh, he, I guess he's choosing a stipulation for a match for them to finally blow this feud off. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I finally figured out we're going to settle things in a Raw. I'm going to bring a Raw Underground back. In two weeks, NXT. Oh, and, my he, and he's like, you know, it's 20 by 20 ring, no ropes. And I didn't get this. He said, wins are only decided via knockout, TKO, or submission. I'm like, well, knockout and a TKO is virtually the same thing. You no. know, one is just at the ref's discretion. Yeah, yeah, versus that's the like difference. A, yeah. Well, the total knockout if they're like, nah, this fool can't fucking. Yeah. Thorpe yeah. accepts, and then later on you see him in the locker room. He's watching matches from, you know, Raw, Raw Underground of old. And basically, he's not confronted, but uh, uh, I guess the new tag team of Axiom and and uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Reggie or Scripps, they're there too, and they're like telling him, "Hey, man, like I don't know how you're gonna get ready for this." And he tells them, "I'm gonna find someone." Uh, I'm going to put together this fight camp and get as ready as I possibly can. But they're like, I don't know if you're going to find someone with a similar background and accolades like Kemp uh, to train with. And then Gable Steveson walks in. Oh, and, so he is that his brother? He, yeah, and he tells Thorpe, no one knows Kemp like he does, but he doesn't say that's my brother. You know, it's Jesus. like more of a no if you know. And he goes, uh, oh, it's like really? He goes, yeah. And he goes, hey man, I'm here if you need anything. And he like offers to train him. He goes, all right, man. So it's kind of like this weird dynamic where a, a lot of people are just assuming he's going to turn on him. It's weird because it's like if you were just going to ha- let him keep his name, you should have just let him keep his last name yeah, too. It's like, really it, weird, especially when he's like, oh, really? Uh, you know, yeah. you know him pretty pretty yeah. well. Who are you, friend? I never yeah, seen yeah, you around exactly. here. That's kind of how it came off. Uh, <laughs> we get a back, backstage uh, brawl between Roxanne Perez and Blair Davenport. Mm. Uh, singles match. Core Jade defeats Dana Brooke, and I think I don't know if it's a shoot or if it's an angle, but looks like she uh, hurt her that. leg. It was so. like a, she was doing that cartwheel into the corner, and yeah. when she, on the when she did the round off. And she, because she does the round off and then goes into the backflip. Yeah. And when she landed, like, I don't know if it was shoot or not, but the plant foot she landed on, like, gave Crumpled away. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah she did the you. whole, like, knee buckle thing, so. Got you. She could have been Jeff Hardying it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we get a tag match. Jakara Jackson, the last legend, defeat Valentina Feroz and uh, Julissa, or Yulisa Leon, because uh, she's back. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. I was about to say, I was like, yeah, Feroz was uh, doing her thing by herself, so she's Yeah, that, she had that kind of curious thing with what's-her-name uh, that used to be with um, uh, Legato. Oh Electra. yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, yeah. Where she was like almost trying to like take her under her wing, but she yeah. was just like, no. Nah. And these last three things are probably the most lengthy thing. I, I, I just had a quick question for yeah. you. Uh, I just wanted to know how did Jakara look in the ring? Because I, I didn't. Been, 
Oh, you didn't? Okay, okay, I, okay. I don't care about that. I, I was curious because she, she, she's cool. been, I've seen her online saying she's an NXT cha- uh, star for a while. Yeah. And then she's finally getting TV time. So I was just curious. Yeah, I, I didn't go on my way to find that one, to be, uh, to be honest. Well, like, the things I actually wrote legend, in, yeah. in, in, I mean, anything I wrote in, at length, uh, that's what I actually watched. Like, yeah, yeah. like the, 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 I was like, Raw Underground, let me see what brought this well, up. You know, Where does this the, go? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we, finally, we finally get the Von Wagner story. Oh, jeez. So last week, I didn't see this. Apparently, Dijak was walking by as they were having a conversation, and he just mentions under his breath to Stone, drop dead weight and get with the real winner. <laughs> Like, I was like, that sounds like totally something Dijak wouldn't do. But when I saw it, I go, I don't, he actually did that. That's funny. And so, you know, Wagner, uh, you know, like Stone went, came to his aid, and Wagner was basically telling Stone that he's been getting a lot of, out of this therapist he's been going to and talking about his his kid. and But he's yet to talk about this whole childhood photo. And he's like, well, why? And he goes, you got to start to trust somebody. He goes, only trust one person. It's always been you, Stone. So, I'll talk to you, you know. That was, so that was last week. This week, they're sitting in the empty bleachers of NXT. He's like, oh, why are we meeting here? Wagner says, because this is where it all started with me and you. You know, when everyone sitting in those seats, uh, you know, they didn't care, uh, you know, basically what happened to me. Uh, you were the you cared, you know, is what he's talking about. And uh, he says, you know, uh, what's up with the photo? He picks it up, and then he tells the tale. He says, I had uh, trick and knocks to uh, Cephaly. Uh, yeah, that's how trichinoxcephaly is how it's uh, pronounced. Very hard word. To, I had to really uh, work at that. He's like, of course he knows it because he said, yeah. Yeah. He says, you know what that is? It's something I was born with. Baby skulls are meant to stretch and grow, but mine fused into place early. It limits brain growth, and there's only one way to fix it, surgery. Uh, he stares at the photo and continues. He says, I was 15 months old in that picture. It was over a 14-hour surgery. Neuro and plastic surgeons working on me to fix it. They didn't even know if I was going to survive. They cut me from ear to ear. They they pulled my face down and fixed my skull, and they gave me life. I was in intensive care for a week, Shit. lucky to be alive. My dad was out working to pay for the medical bills, and my mom, she never left my side not once. It's hard for them to even talk about it to this day. The scarring on my head was bad. I did look different. Kids in my class, they used to call me a monster, and, you know, all I could do was take it because when I looked in the mirror, I did look different. My mom would drop me off at school or at the playground, but other parents, they would just stare at me and tell their kids not to look at me. And then Robert says, my God, you were just a kid. I have kids, and I can only imagine how angry that would make me. But Vaughn begins to shut down again. He says, that's enough for today. He pleads for him to continue the story, but he simply says, thanks for tonight, Stone, and then gets up and exits the uh, arena that they were sitting in. So So how do you feel about calling him a Frankenstein now? Feel the same. Walk it back. (laughs) He he said, feel the same. same. I stand on it. Ten toes. What's good? Yeah. yeah. I mean... (laughs) Hey, What's, shout out to the Beverly Brothers. They was working to get that paper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's, there's, that 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 uh that the mania paycheck is different when you know what it was going towards, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh man. And then the, so the next uh, hey. uh musty thing was uh we had an entering promo segment between Hayes, Carmelo Hayes, the champ, and Baron Corbin. And I just wrote down key things they said, right? Oh, I saw it. Yeah, you sent yeah, me. Yeah, uh, I sent you a little it, portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Corbin says, having the title doesn't mean you've made it. He says, you got swagger, but there's nothing you're going to say that I haven't heard before and nothing you do next week in a match that I haven't seen before. Of course, Hayes says, something you haven't seen before. Oh, you mean like an NXT title reign or like mm. the respect of these people, you know? Mm. Uh, and, 
you know, uh, Hayes kind of, you know, or he accuses Corbin of trying to make himself relevant again by thinking he'll just mow down the champ and take his title. And he says, I'm not new to this. I've had dudes from the main roster try to challenge me, try to pull my card. And you know where they all ended up? On a T-shirt. And the only difference <laughs> and the only difference between you and them, now that I think about it, not a damn thing. And he says that uh and so he goes on to talk about, you know, because he kind of mocks Happy Corbin. He says, Don't you dare talk about Happy Corbin because that bought me a one point eight million dollar house. Mm. And you know, and he says, You cooking wagyu beef every day. Yeah, he was like, You and all <laughs> you other twenty something year old kids in the back, you throw these surface level insults and they just don't land. I've had a eight year career already that most of you will only dream of. And then he actually dares Hayes to compare bank accounts, lifestyles, and even mania moments and says, this all came from being a main event player on the main roster for nearly a decade. But then he says, that's what you used to be. What happened, Baron? What you had was a decade on me, but you want to talk numbers? And this is what I sent you. Let's talk numbers. At 26 years old, I won the NXT Breakout Tournament. Cashed it in successfully for a championship. At 26 years old, you was getting cut from the Arizona Cardinals. Let's talk about it. Says after a while, this whole us against y'all, black and gold against today, the whole thing gets old, man. I'll give you credit. I'll give every one of those black and gold OGs credit because you set the bar really high. You did. But one thing I refuse to do is live my life day to day and come in here to meet your expectations because I won't meet your expectations. I'll just create new ones on my own. You might say that this is your house, but I know you haven't been here for a long time. So go ahead and check the deed, Baron, because my name on it and since you left i built a couple more rooms a few windows in this house and i had to put a new roof up because i tore that bitch off so many times love that line so it doesn't matter which way you want to flip it baron you could bring up money you could bring up accolades but at the end of the day i'm still him I love this. And he says, you know what? Let me teach you a little lesson, Mello. If you have to come out and tell these people and convince yourself week after week after week that you are him, you're not. You're a nobody. That's why I barely noticed you sitting behind the barricaded SmackDown because you're insignificant. When I'm done with you. How about you brought it up, though? Yeah. He says, when I'm done with you, I'm taking that title, getting in my Porsche, and I'm driving back to my big-ass house. I'm putting it on my mantle, sitting in my chair, and my hot-ass wife is going to pour uh, pour me a drink from a bottle you can't afford. And I'm going to say to myself, today was a good day. And then Hayes tries to respond, but Corbin cuts him off and says, no, the lesson's over. And then shoves the mic into his chest and then walks off. So Good look for Corbin, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I mean, I like this also because it was a different route than it'd be like, Mr. Failed cash in and all yeah, that. that's exactly. everyone. They always on that yeah, shit. Yeah, you, you went know, the, a different way with it. The TGI Friday look and all that. Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, him yeah. bringing up Constable the NXT and all that. Yeah. Well, him bringing up the NXT stuff because I mean that's when he was probably like even though his youngest is prime. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know what that, I, mean? I, I would. He lacked character then. He has a lot of ton of character now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, definitely. It's interesting. And, yeah. and there was, and I think what made it good is because there was a little bit of truth in him saying you're just trying to come back down here to get relevant, thinking you could just come down here and mow through everybody. Yeah. I, I like, there's a little bit of truth to that, you know, so, it's, but uh, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And then the last thing was the main event, of course, Rollins versus Braun Breaker, defending that oh, world that, heavyweight oh, that title. That, oh, oh, was that, that, that? That was the main, that was the main. And I just wrote, I just probably, I did break down some of these, you know, because I, I thought the last moments were really good. Uh, apparently, Seth hits a frog splash through the announce table. Uh, it was pretty, pretty dope. Uh, and so he goes for another one in the ring. But uh, he misses. Breaker applies a Steiner recliner to kind of take advantage of his wrapped midsection. Because I don't know if you saw Raw. He got attacked by Finn. Yeah, he, he's been on man. his ass now. Like, oh, man, yeah. I like it a lot. Definitely. Like. Uh, he gets a rope break, but then succumbs to a uh, avalanche Frankensteiner from Braun, followed by the Gorilla Press Power Slam. But he kicks out a 2.5. Uh, Seth counters a spear from Braun and then hits a pedigree for a very near fall, which I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of mad at that. I was like... Braun don't he? How would he earn to kick out of a pedigree? And so, I know you're someone, not Triple H. Someone just but... recently did that too. Yeah, the, mm -hmm. someone kicked out of a pedigree. I think either Seth hit it or 
Uh, Cody hit it. But it was yeah, like, whoever, I, think, I was like, you know. Probably Cody. Oh, yeah. He goes for the stomp, but then when he runs, when he bounces off oh, the rope. Oh, it was Logan Paul. Oh, yeah. There yeah, you go. that's what it was. Yeah, that's like, right. What? That's right. Uh, then he goes for the stomp, but when he bounces off the rope, he gets intercepted with a spear by Breaker for another Ooh. near fall. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty well done. Uh, then Braun, for whatever reason, uncharacteristically goes to the top. For a diving attack and literally jumps into a super kick before eating back-to-back stomps to give Seth the win. I hate that. Uh, that that's my yeah. one of my least favorite spots. Exactly. Especially when it's a guy. It just makes him look so stupid. It's like Ric Flair, he would always do that move and get press slammed all the time. Yeah. But I don't know. But at least there's a little bit of logic there. Yeah, so when there's it, someone that never goes up yeah, there, ever. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. But uh, Seth does his trademark, you know, double hand title raise on the ramp. Mm. Just as NXT looks to go off the air, and he's blindsided by a forearm smash to the back of his head uh, from his Money in the Bank opponent, Finn Balor. He puts the boots to Seth on the floor, then takes out two security guards attempting to stop him and continues the assault on Rollins in the ring before bringing in a steel chair to attack his ribs and back. He goes for a coup de gras, but Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams make the save and run Balor out of the ring who picks up the world heavyweight title you know in uh you know symbolically to look at it and taunts seth while hayes and trick kind of hold rollins back to save him from himself you know he's like mm. wants to chase you know finn but he you know they hold him so back we, so we may be getting like mellow and finn for just like a singles maybe i don't know i mean they they never touched it was just like oh i see y'all cool, coming cool let me get out of here of the, you know you yeah. see like the, well, the the two ships passing but, the night but it's also like last I mean? week i talked about how that's going to be a, a thing that ha- a it's a big con thing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so or do you a constant stint ah, <laughs> yeah. ah. Uh, and then just uh, so you guys know what, what's uh the 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 match announcements for next week uh, all this off for Gold Rush. Nathan Frazier defending the Heritage Cup against Dragon Lee. I saw he won that. Yeah, he, yeah. And that's uh, what was so dumb. I was like, so you're gonna make a dude, faction and then lose he, lose the? He almost didn't make that Phoenix yeah, Flash, though, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, for real. I was like, I don't know uh, how you twisted into that, but you mm, got it. Like, sheesh. Gigi Dolan taking on Kiana James. Uh, Gallus defending the NXT Tag Titles against Idris Anofe and Malik Blade. Uh, Tiffany Stratton defending her Women's Championship against Thea Hale, and of course Carmella Hayes uh, taking on Baron Corbin for the NXT Championship. And also wanted to add that uh, the Great American Bash was announced for July 30th. That's going to be uh, in at Cedar Park or in Cedar Park, Texas. So yeah, hmm. that's what I got for NXT. Sir. American Bash July 30th. Why would they run that weekend knowing? That paid in full mm-hmm. is gonna be that Friday, baby. Yeah, you can get tickets right now. Yeah, com, sir. I tried to tell them they can get tickets right now 25 for front row, 20 for GA, sir. I mean, did you, did you tell them where to get them? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just did. <laughs> I, 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 did you tell them how much? Did you catch it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah, let's uh, let's get into a dub. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, did you want to get into A-Dub no, or A-Dub I mean, Collision or? No, I mean, I have a lot on Collision in So, the yeah, news. we can consolidate. So, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah right. let's just, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. All right. Well, we start with uh-huh. the, the Hardy Boys versus the Guns. Yeah. Um, you know, the Guns, they, they, they win after, uh, uh, what's it called, the Bang Bang Gang. Yeah. They returned the favor from last week. Uh, you know, after they caused a distraction to help uh, they uh, them win um, against uh, who was it? FTR was it FTR? Uh, yeah, or it, Ricky Starks? Or it was uh, Ricky Starks, right? Uh, who was it? It was it. I want to say it was Ricky Starks I think versus it was, Jay, Jay White, and then they I came think in. yeah, yeah, that is what happened. That, that was so weird that that happened like yeah, that. Yeah, so they they returned the favor. Uh, Juice and Jay White uh, yeah. post match is now four on two beat down as Ricky Starks comes down to try and uh, make the say. He gets overwhelmed by the numbers. FTR didn't come down. 
and make the save. They also fall victim to the numbers game. And then, of course, CM Punk comes out because they're in Chicago uh, for the save. As they run the heels out the ring, uh, Punk grabs the mic, says uh, he's a collision guy, and he's, he isn't even supposed to be there. Yeah, that which was I was weird. like, uh, stop, stop pulling back the ca- yeah, curtain. Dude. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, seriously. But uh, challenges uh, the guns and Bullet Club gold to a uh, four-on-four uh, match on collision. So right, yeah. there's that, which I was like, oh, you guys just basically are running it back with two extra guys. Yeah, that's how it felt to me. It was just like, why does this have so much shelf life. I was like, Is I, it really I don't elevating everybody. Well, I, to me, I feel like <laughs> unless you're gonna add to BC Gold, like, why are we doing this? Well, they are the guns, so I don't know. Man. Well, I, I mean, know. that's the obvious thing, but they haven't even talked about like even when they were asked directly by Renee, they directly like they just challenged the Hardys. <laughs> like, like, get out of our faces. Yeah, straight up. Mabe, go ahead, sir. No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, from here, we went to uh, the concession stand brawl. I don't know if you knew about this. Yeah. I guess it was like an anniversary of when he did it back in the day Tupelo. with his dad. Or... And Tupelo. There you go. Yeah. Tupelo. I know that because they just hammered it in. Uh, pause. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Double J, taking on Mark Briscoe. One half for the Briscoe bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Karen, Sanjay, and Lethal all get involved at different points of the match, as does Papa Briscoe as well. Mm-hmm. Just a few spots here. Uh, the first uh, interruption came from Karen as uh, they were still in the concourse, because it starts on the concourse. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Uh, yeah, so you saw Mark when he was on the ladder and he got shoved off? Yeah, he got shoved the Bro. hell off that thing. I thought it was Lethal at first because of the bald head. I was like, oh, dang, that was Sanjay? Okay. Yeah. Like, not yeah, bad. That, that, yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> I was like, yo, that looked like the uh, Sandman's Rolling Rock. Yeah, like, straight, up. straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked too like, good. Sheesh. It was like, man, that was too good to not land yeah, on somebody. The way I wrote it was like, he basically did a front flip into the pool, except the pool was, uh, was full of Yeah, wind. yeah, it was a good flip. <laughs> Uh, Papa Briscoe got a, a big old choke slam on Jay Lethal through a table. Though. I was like, damn. Uh, he was at ringside when that happened, and then he got low blowed by Karen. Satnam Singh then, of course, comes down. I wrote, still Big Bill's gimmick and hits a huge standing choke slam on Mark. Uh, it still looked good, but still. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was weird because, like, the best friends, Christopher Daniels. I mean, he's hit the choke slam before, but we don't see him regularly. I guess booked, I just, you know, so I guess like, I just cares, automatically right? associate the, the Kali bomb with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of hard. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then the, the best friends, Christopher Daniels and the Lucha Brothers, for some reason, come so, down, yeah. and even the odds hit Satnam Singh with a five way super kick before. Pentagon hits Jarrett with a super kick in the ring where Mark rolls him up for the win, which I was like, did he need people to, you know, he couldn't just get the win? Couldn't hit the froggy ball? <laughs> through a table? I'm saying, that, that's what I, I would have done it. Through, through a hot dog stand? <laughs> I thought it was uh, bad report. They were like, oh, the ketchup. I was like, clearly that's supposed to be hot sauce. Like, I'm not fronting on ketchup spraying in my eye like that. Yeah, I know it's it's well, citric acid it, in there well, or whatever, but well, I just feel like it, that's a better I, sell. I, I've worked with it before. Mm-hmm. It's greasy as shit. Ah. And it's really, when you get it on you, you really want to wash it off quick because if, Very you, true. if not, it's just greasy as fuck. It's like you don't even want that shit in your eye. So that's why, but I, I do, I, I hear what you, because they're all like, oh, she's just there, ready with the water, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that was. Yeah. I was like, at first I was like, what is that the Briscoe sister? I, Who's that? I, I, no, but at first I was like, wait, is she with Karen? What's she throwing his face now? Yeah, like, I yeah. didn't know. I was I like, didn't, is that acid? <laughs> it, yeah, I didn't, dude, it wasn't until they said, oh, trying to shake the ketchup mm-hmm. out of it. I was like, man, I. Right. If you say so. Yeah. Uh, we did get a BCC backstage promo, seemingly confirming that Kanosuke and Don Callis are. Some sort of affiliated with BCC. Yeah. Uh, Mox throws down a five-on-five challenge for Forbidden Door. Him, Claudio, Yuta, uh, That shit confused the fuck out of me. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, Shota isn't there, but... 
I was like, I was like, is that why yeah. he, you guys, been tagging with him lately so that he can, you know, it makes more sense why, you know. But I also get it because Brian's in the in the main event. So. I was also, I was like, is the young boy? Is it? Is that him? Yeah, that's who that is. <laughs> He's gonna turn on you. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, uh, fingers crossed. Everyone's like, boo. Where's where's uh where's Coda? Right. That's. Well, the, yeah. So there's this rumor that WWE may have scooped him up, and that suppo- there's this huge idea that he is going to screw over Finn Balor at Min- Money in the Bank because you know him and Prince Devitt used to have wars back in the day. Okay, so you know, so I was like, why? And, but I'm like. I don't know if the main audience knows that enough. For not you to, not today's like, audience. They're, yeah, they're, right. they're invested, like not the Judgment Day audience. They yeah. don't know nothing about Prince. Yeah, right. or even just the d- yeah. WWE as a whole. Now, like I don't know. It just seems risky to do. Like I don't know if they'll get the I agree. payoff that they think they'll get. Uh, but it is in London, so uh, there might be a cheat code. You know what I mean? But yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Unless it's Marty Skrull. No, mm. never. The dude. Uh, never mind. I got something for news. Mm. Like, you may already have it. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, pretty much they, they call him out for a 5-on-5. Danielson calls out Okada for a face-off, uh, calls him a coward and an amateur, and but says he'll wait uh, for the whole night for him to show up. Uh, from here, we had the trios match, Sex Gods and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, mm-hmm. And, of course, they played out his whole entrance this yeah, time as well. Yeah, they, they don't want that heat. Not again. <laughs> no. uh, against uh, Or they, they defeated Action Andretti. A.R. Fox, Darius Martin in a Top trios match. 2.0, 2.1. I don't know. They, they should f- all just be top flight. They all do the same shit, basically. I mean, they're yeah, all I, high I like, flyers. I'd like. I, 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 I prefer anyone else with Air Fox. Like yeah, he, yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah. Uh, Post match, though, Renee tries to interview Jericho about the moment he had in the ring with Sting last week, but he grabs the mic and says that they made history, but goes on about how Sting just kind of whores himself out to the highest bidder. <laughs> You're not a Harley Quinn. You're, You're a whore. <laughs> Uh, but challenges uh, Sting and Darby and a partner of their choice to a six-man tag at Forbidden Door, which I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. We're just fucking jacking up the, Every, the, the, yeah. uh, what the challenges. Is, uh, what do they call it? Um, fast booking? Shotgun booking? Yeah, basically. just totally yeah. shut. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, since you stubbed my toe right now, I'll see you at Forbidden Door. Yeah, sir. yeah exactly. Bring your wrestling boots to Toronto, buddy. Like, yeah. Just... yeah, it's like we just had a problem today. Well, uh, there also uh, happens to be a pay-per-view on Sunday, so guess how we're selling it. <laughs> think about the last next time you want to take the last cheesecake yeah, catering yeah, yeah, partner. Yeah, 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 for real, like, dude. Man. But, uh, yeah, Sting comes out with Darby to accept the challenge, saying that they uh, they did have a moment last week, but he said he needs more than a moment. I need some time with Chris Jericho. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it reminded me because there's that clip that's been floating around where he was in, uh, doing the Joker Sting in TNA. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like him and Hogan, Hogan in the ring. Hogan, yeah, he's during like, his retirement. He's like yeah. shoving like vitamins down his throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, another. Open up. I was like, this is totally. Yeah, he was very like you never see Hulk Joker. You don't see Hulk looking vulnerable like that before, so it was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every second of it. Kind of Oates thing. Uh, but yeah, Dar- <laughs> Darby uh, teases Jericho, uh, saying that uh, you know he's made a lot of enemies. Then you know, then the, he remembers, and they have a pick in mind for their partner, but they will reveal it on Collision this week. So I have a, a prediction, but I'd, I I want to see if I, I can be surprised. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of sh- the short list of people that Jericho's faced. My money would be in terms of people who aren't already booked. Is uh, I would say Naito. He wasn't at the last Forbidden Door. And, you know, was reportedly kind of mad that he wasn't part of it. But I think it was like he wasn't 100% cleared or he was cleared. And some, I don't know, somebody changed their mind because they didn't want to take the risk. It was something like that. So, I heard something uh, about that, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be good. I mean, I was yeah. I don't know why I was thinking like I was like, well, it can't be Ricky Starks. You know, they had like a whole bunch of beef for no reason. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. But anyways, uh, this is the kind of weird business. They announced this. Blind Eliminator Tag Team Yeah, tournament, I right? have not heard you bring this up before, so I was no, like, this is, is this, was yeah. this a Rampage thing that they, you know? Possibly. Because, like, you know, all these announcements. Uh, on this day, in this city. In this fair. Warner Brothers, Discovery. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's me, Tony Khan. Uh, what is blinking? <laughs> Blind Eliminator. Yeah, we didn't uh, get that. Tony Schiavone's, uh, there's a little segment with him in the back uh, with uh, RJ City. Yeah, there you go. He's kind of explaining the rules. You know, they have like a little lottery machine. He's spinning the lottery machine. Uh, Schiavone says there's two single stars pretty much will be chosen at random to team together. Mm -hmm. Uh, As Tony grabs two names from the lottery and has like this bewildered reaction to the first team. But uh, the official remaining brackets will be presented next week. And he wasn't really supposed to say anything, but he does later. Uh, But I'll get to that. We did get the elite pre-tape. Uh, they accept the five-on-five challenge from BCC. They say BCC asked for the match, knowing Kenny already has a match scheduled that night. So that leaves him at a three-to-five disadvantage. Uh, enters Eddie Kingston, who years his way on screen. Yeah. Uh, to, at first, I was like, did he say Yawa? Yeah. Please, please <laughs> I was like, on. oh, we just came back from break. Okay, for sure. <laughs> uh, tells Elite they're not friends and says he doesn't have respect for them, but agrees uh, to team with them because he hates Claudio even more. <laughs> hey, he goes, you try to blow me up, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, but there's the, <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I don't know, you stole my Dior's. So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was watching that match the other day, too. Where they they, right, they, they came out with the, the, the shoes wrapped around their necks and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they said they're still down, for, uh, still down one, and Eddie says he's going to pick the last guy, and he'll announce it later. Uh, from here, we got an Adam Cole in-ring promo. Uh, he calls out MGF, who for some reason has a Pinnacle logo patch on the inside of his sports coat. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh, I didn't catch that, no. And I mean, I didn't know if it was on purpose, or if maybe those were one of the suits that Dax and Cash were talking about, mm, okay. that, they, that they got fitted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably But yeah. when he, every time he opened his coat pocket to show the belt, it said Pinnacle right there. I was really? like, it's a patch that had the, the oh, logo okay. on the inside. I was like, oh, whoa. Hmm. I was like, I, and I, I recognized it because I... I'm a fan. Yeah, well, yeah. We were hoping, but I was like, no, not anyway. We were hoping you. the pinnacle would reach the pinnacle. I was like, unless the pinnacle is going to be with you and Punk. Ooh, I don't know. Everyone keeps saying that. I mean, they wish they want Punk to come back and be like, hey, so you were right, and I'm so proud of you. Because remember, before you, he said, I'm so disappointed. In yeah, you. that's so. Right, everyone yeah. keeps wanting like that moment for Punk to turn heel, and then <sighs> we'll see. You know, yeah. I mean, it's interesting foils. Yeah. You know? Anyways, uh, but yeah, they um, Adam Cole in ring, uh, pretty much. Uh, he's asking for his rematch. Max, you know, in true heat magnet fashion, uh, says he suffered a lot of blows to the head because he couldn't even remember what time it was last yeah, week. Yeah, I love that. Referring to the time limit draw before adding that even if they did have another five minutes, I mean, I had you dead to rights. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Jesus, this is awesome. Uh, MJF claims for the better health of Cole, he denies him a rematch. Cole says he figured he would do that and is just going to whip his ass right here in Chicago as he gets in MJF's face, at which point uh, Shivani gets on a house mic and announces that the names he picked earlier to team together were none other than Adam Cole and MJF. Uh, then to put a hat on a hat, a staticky pre-tape of Hiroshi Tanahashi comes on the screen, once again challenging MJF for the AEW title at Forbidden Door. Uh, MJF once again declines, then Adam Cole goads him into accepting the match by asking MJF if the reason he keeps declining the challenge is because he knows that Tanahashi is better than him. 
Um, no, never a fan of that. I mean, they do too much of that. This is what I'll say: is I'm a fan of how they're doing. They're slow feeding this um, rivalry because they yeah. know they got to wait till after Forbidden Door. Yeah. So it works for the guys involved because they're fucking pros. You know, what I'm saying yeah. you got a guy that could go the distance on the mic with MJF and vice versa with Adam Cole. So I'm I don't I'm not mad at it in this regard, but I definitely understand what you're saying. It, that sort of thing where. It's the second week in a row you've kind of been goaded into, or second time in two, three weeks that you've, he's been able to like get you use use your ego to get you to agree and, and, to something. And, yeah, that, and they mentioned that too. Like yeah. for the, it was the second time in a row. That yeah. And then you to... even see Max kind of sell it. Like, wait, 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 did that just happen again? <laughs> like, so I, I can appreciate that. He's like, damn it, he hit me with the boom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the boom. Uh, Jedi mind you. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to uh, only have a few things here. Um, I got the uh, the field for the the men's and the women's uh, yeah, tournament I for Owen Hart. Yeah, I had that for um, news. Didn't know if you were gonna bring that up. But yeah, yeah I, f- no, I figured. Yeah, I can save you some time. Yeah. So uh, the first one's gonna be happening at Forbidden Door. Um, yeah, this, I got more uh, on that. Sunday is CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. Lariat, lariat. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I thought, dude. I don't know if you that's saw. No, no, New no. Japan posted that. Oh, they did, and it literally said all caps simply lariat. That's and awesome. I laughed so hard. I was That's like, wow, awesome. is that the only reason why he took this match? <laughs> to be like, me, it's Homicide, and Kojima, Larry, Larry. Puerto Rico wants to put the belt on me. I'm sorry. I just I I can watch that clip all day. Him and the young Samoa Joe. Nah, it's, like, it's, it's 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 and then then Samoa Joe just cracking up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, that's how he says. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of which, Samoa Joe has a match uh, against Roderick Strong. That's um, going to be a banger. Yeah, Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks and Dustin Rhodes versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Those last three will all take place on the Collision in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I don't. Uh, which, oh yeah, it is the same night. Wow. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, those three will be the, the week after. Yeah. So yeah. So for sure. And then for the women's, it's going to be Anna J, Sky Blue uh, tonight at on Rampage. Then it'll be Nyla Rhodes versus Willow Nightingale tomorrow on Collision. Oh, you do have these two. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah and then uh, Athena versus Billy Starks will take place at Forbidden Door on Sunday. And then uh, next week's Dynamite, it will be Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker. Uh, pretty, pretty cool. I mean, because to be honest, yeah. I was I was a little happy that Nyla was in there, only because I was like, I, I don't, I feel like they just gave gave up on booking her. I don't know. Yeah, what. yeah, no, I feel you, and especially to have her uh, and Willow is, is very interesting in terms of yeah. a, uh, size standpoint. You know, what I yeah, mean? I like, think yeah, it, it'd be like a female host type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you how. How you would uh? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that, that's that, a house party to me. Yeah, or is it a so a so party? Like, no. Is that it? <laughs> or salad? Yeah. How do you say it? It's like uh. a salad. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of these pig terms on yeah. the fly. Anyways, uh, I mean, a hoss is, you know. Like a bull, right? No? <laughs> no, well, I, I think a hoss hog. A hog. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought, Did I go too hoss, far? Hoss is just a big. I went too far. So, on, so yeah, what happened else? <laughs> not um, so, Daniel Garcia, correct, uh, mm-hmm. teamed with Zack Sabre Jr., the, the Z-Wizard. Uh, well, I guess, I don't know, you got to talk to him. This felt like two different matches were going on, but it mm. was an interesting watch, is what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they ended up defeating Orange Cassidy and Katsuyori uh, Shibata. I told mm. myself I would try to hit that, and I didn't. And you God. did, yeah. uh, After Orange goes for the Orange Punch, but accidentally hits Shibata instead, as Daniel uh, Garcia rolled him up for the win, which I was like, whoa. Yeah. They gave this kid, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Post-match, uh, it's announced that it'll be a four-way for the AEW International Championship between Orange Cassidy, Katsuyori, Shibata, Daniel Garcia, and Zack Sabre Jr. as they all fight for the uh, the belt. Which, only reason I brought that up, which I wouldn't because I hate that spot, is Orange uncharacteristically ripping the belt. Yeah, like, away. And, I was like, whoa. from Shibata, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. And just after the, the heels are like, 
I'm not. Way to fire up, kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, video package announcing another match. Tony Storm defending her AEW uh, Women's Championship against N- uh, New Japan Strong, uh, strong Women's mm-hmm. Champion uh, Willow Nightingale. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to them. And then uh, TBS Championship match. We had Chris Statlander taking on uh, Taya Valkyrie. That's a pretty good match. Yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say, commentary say Taya insisted that Statlander took an unfair advantage of an already depleted Jade to win the championship, mm-hmm. despite Jade being the one who even issued the challenge. Yeah, so whatever. This has been the thing. Yeah. Um, Taya. So I was, I was like, so why are you all of a sudden you taking her side when they trying to take away your finish? It's stupid. Yeah. Taya was working heel in this match, but this was a, like you said, really good match. Back. Definitely competitive. Honestly, way better than both the Jade Taya matches. On, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Hundred, and not, I'm not trying to hate, but. Yeah. It was, and I don't know if maybe, you know, glaring the experience. Maybe we've talked um, about that. Sometimes it's like, is it one carrying the other? Yeah. Like, do they craft a match to make sure she don't look bad in it? You know, yeah, which that's then, kind of a and bad. It's thing also like Cargill is nowhere near the experience level of Taya, she, and so and she got these sixty matches. I get it, but but yeah, Statlander retains the the championship after hitting Taya, uh, Taya with the Wednesday Night Fever, as she calls it. Yeah, it used um, to be the. Um, Big Bang, or big, either the big, no, yeah, no, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wait. I was like, don't say so catastrophe. I was like, and then there's a spirit bomb. And, and then a, 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 a supernova. No, a super, a UFO <laughs> spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I just, worth noting, there was a lot of matches I rate threw out there for this week. But on Collision, I'm specifically, oh, yeah. they, specifically looking forward to, to these two. It's stacked. Brody bro. King versus Andrade, which I was like, yeah. obviously we already had him Him and Matthews was tore up. Yeah. But Swerve, yeah. Strickland versus Tanahashi. Yeah, what? bro. Yeah, definitely. That, I'm like, don't even put me on the pay-per-view. Let me just get this match. Yeah, for real. yeah like, I'm good. Forbidden I'm, Door started early. I will like, they but, missed that to me. Swerve versus uh, Takahashi would have probably been a That would have been good, too. Right, Hiromu? Uh, yeah. Hiromu? Would, oh. Yeah, with their styles like that i think that would have been time bomb the move. yeah i think that would have been the move but i don't know you know but uh Maybe and then you, you had also said yeah jay white and the or the jay white joins the other bang bang gang yeah. or the other guns with uh juice uh robinson and then punk the, the cap starts. the bang bang gang and the cap gun gang yeah there you go <laughs> join the ass boys uh i know yeah. christian he addresses the tnt title as well right yeah, there was some stuff where I was like, this is too much because I know we're not going to remember any of this. It's going to yeah. happen. I'm going to report on it when it does. Yeah. And then you <laughs> and said then Sting uh, and Sting! Darby will reveal their partners. Yeah, they will reveal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last little thing, we had Eddie. They, I was like, why do you guys keep uh, keep promoting for two segments when there's only 10 minutes left as if it's not going to be the same yeah, segment? Yeah, I was like, bro, this is uh, clearly a two for one. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, Eddie Kingston and Moxley end up having a standoff in the ring. That ends with uh, Eddie announcing. Uh, I love this segment, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Since you don't want to say it, last guy's Ishii. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Tomohiro Ishii as their fifth uh, for the the five on five. As the BCC, of course, jump Eddie as Ishii makes the save, but the numbers game is too much. Danielson once again calls out Okada. Um, says he'll kick Ishii's head in if he doesn't show. Okada's music hits and uh, he makes the save, uh, but Yuta attacks him from behind, which mm. I was like. Healer, you don't tell you, man. He getting the heat. He out here. He's, he's like, getting, he's like anybody can get yeah, it. Yeah, he because he be like, I'm like, yo, he, he, he getting wins. He's getting dubs and he's eating finishers. And like, yeah, he, I was about to say because Danielson yeah. actually drills him with the psycho knee. So yeah, yeah for, for sure, sure. And he's he eating, sold the shit out of it. He's yeah. eating his own God's mm-hmm. finishers. Yeah, Okada tries for the rainmaker though. Danielson powders out, leaving Yuta to take the I, finish. You know what I loved about the powder is the way he ducked and and ran towards the rope yeah. made you think he was bouncing back with that knee. 
Yeah, like, yeah, like, like true, you know. Right? And so he when he baseball like, slid, I was like, "Oh shit, okay." And that look he gave him outside, or uh, like on they, the ramp, yeah, that shit was intense as he, fuck. He was like, "Hey, what the hell? <laughs> I'm the best." <laughs> I I said don't show, but you show. Yeah, What's yeah. going on? Yeah. But yeah, that was a uh, that was a uh, oh, oh, and he and he hit a rainmaker. I did say that. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Said, sorry, said, sorry, uh, you, sorry, you talk. I said right here, um, Basico knee or tries for the rainmaker. Danielson powders out, leaving you to take the finish. To send the people home happy on the pay. You didn't say Rainmaker's the finish. So Well, I know, said Rainmaker prior. Not, Did I say it twice? Should I say not, it twice? They, they may not be familiar with who I don't know. O'Cotter is. O'Cotter. <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, you are an English major. No, so I saw this clip the other day where Pete Davidson's got some show where he said Wakanda. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, he was like, like, what's up with that hard R? I saw it. I think <laughs> yeah. I may have sent you that because that shit was hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah like, you did. Actually, you he did. Like, yeah. was like, cause he, oh, that's why he was accused of lying about seeing the movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, Wakanda for Did you say Wakanda for Yeah, with a hard R. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Oh, but uh, no, yeah, that was A-Dubsky, a- man. For sure. Um, for that was the Dynamite. And uh, you want to do news and then predictions? Come back? Uh, I feel like However there's a lot of news. It. So, you, you know, want? I'm not against if you want to try to hit some predictions now and then hit a break. Because right. I, 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 I kind of already know who I'm predicting, so it might be more rapid fire. Because the news is a little a little lengthy this week, uh, just because of everything AEW wise, you know what I mean? So, why is there a lot of shit? Some guy named Phil came and said some things Fucking in an interview Phil. and on a live mic. This guy comes in, people got their puts his dog on a t shirt <laughs> and wants to walk around yeah, it took like me a Roddy while to re- realize that's what he put. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I, I get for, it. He looks more like the uh, y'all gonna forgive me, I forgot the name, but the never ending story. Cat, <laughs> the, the the dog from Never Ending Story. Never Ending Story. Uh, uh, Huge ass flying dog. Oh, <laughs> well, I can't remember this nigga. I train you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's harsh. That didn't look like that. No train. When I see you, gonna look at that. You gonna maybe, look at the shirt like it's in the ears. Maybe post scrum. Maybe post That's what it is. Post bra, bro. That's what it is. Uh, man, all right, like, well, I'm gonna open up the predictions, and then we'll go ahead and hit a break, man, and uh, come back with some news. <laughs> but uh, Forbidden Door this Sunday, we got Kenny Omega. He's gonna be defending the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship against Will Osprey. I'm gonna go Osprey. I'm this. going Osprey too. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I didn't bring up that he had a segment because it was a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, I mean it was interesting because I, mean, I was like, "What the BCC?" No, like, no, no. I was like, "It's the Truth Commission. They're coming yeah. back." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, that's great, Kurgan. That is so mean worthy. But, but let's be it. honest. Let's be honest right now. Tony's the kind of guy that would bring back Kurgan just for that fucking spot, just yeah. for those who would know, yeah. even though it wouldn't wouldn't pop big. Why not yeah. bring? Yeah. Uh, we got uh, MJF defending his AEW World <laughs> Championship against the Ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. I'm going to MJF, uh, but I yeah, do have course. more on this because apparently, um, I'll just say it now. Actually, uh, uh, Hiroshi is no longer on the list of athletes uh, by New Japan that are protected uh, when they go do matches on U.S. soil. But oh it, yeah, I didn't um, realize they kept lists like that. That's crazy. Yeah, apparently well, he, it, makes he, sense it was with, him. Yeah. I believe Naito and um, Okada. Okada, yes, yeah. exactly. And so what's being said is that basically, uh, like Dave Meltzer said, Tanahashi's no longer on that list, so he's a star who can lose, and that's why he wrestled Moxley on the last Forbidden Door show. So should be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What's going on? With that? Uh, uh, I'm quoting the custom. The custom. <laughs> of course. The custom. Of course. Yeah, I'm gonna go MJF. You said MJF as well, sir. Yeah, it's gonna be MJF. 
M. Jeff. All right, we got Jungle Boy with Hook in his corner, it Sonata, looks like. Sonata. Okay, that, that's what I put. Come on, Taking man. on the IWGP World Heavyweight Anybody, Champion, Sonata. The only, the, I don't see the title changing hands unless it's a multi-man. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? There's like way This more. one's interesting because it's yet to be confirmed. But my bad, go ahead. No, 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 that's it. Yeah. Um, supposedly, and I think I sent it to you guys last night, via Sean Ross out. Yeah, I did see Adam but they Cole didn't, they taking didn't on Tom Lawler at Forbidden Door. If so, that, that's Well, huge. this is the only thing I know, is that on uh, tonight's Rampage, we're supposed to hear from MJF and Adam Cole. So that's for a one-hour show for both of them to be on the show. <laughs> He's going to be like, good luck again, and, buddy. Yeah, and advertise individually. I'm sure it's going to be Oh, the same that's set. exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is it's yeah. going to set it up. You know yeah, what I mean? so that makes sense. But if so, I'm gonna go Cole. If so, I'm going Tom Lawler because he's gonna be there with the rest of Team Filthy, and I'm gonna shout out our tag champions. Boom! How about that? Bring it with you. Boom! Uh, we got uh, Forbidden they Door. They just posted a picture with uh, what? Jarrell just posted a picture of uh, of uh, Royce, and he has the belt in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's up. I was like, yeah. Uh, Tony Storm defending her AEW Women's Championship, World Championship against the New Japan Strong Women's Champion, Willow Nightingale. I'm going to go Storm on this since it's her belt on the line. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tony as well. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the Soraya thing. Soraya thing? She's coming back to TV. She, uh, she took off. For I, I didn't add it to my news because all the reports just say, oh, new update on Soraya's disappearance. She's expected back to TV imminently. That's not news to me. <laughs> that's that, that, that's that, just saying they're back. They're coming back. They didn't explain why she was gone. I, I mean, heard the last she took time a we saw her was that uh, she was kind of disappointed. She was supposed to be doing the Mercedes match is what I heard. I mean, suppose yeah, I brought, I, brought, I brought that yeah. up last week, but she was never approached about it. So uh, I don't, uh, you know, I mean, it didn't even make it shame that you, far. Meltzer. So I don't know, but I mean, I know her last match was uh, teaming up with Jericho against Cole and yeah, Baker. The with the the episode after what was the last uh, uh, Double or Nothing? So yeah, uh, but anyway, Fatal Four Away for the AEW International Championship. Swear. Daniel Garcia <sighs> taking on sticky. yep the ROH Pure Champion uh, Katsu. You got me. Katsuyori. Katsuyori Shibata, the uh, IW, or the New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling <laughs> World TV Champion, Zack Sabre Jr., and uh, the uh, uh, AW get International Champion, Horge Kiss. Man of the mask, <laughs> yeah. yes. I'm going uh, I'm gonna be brave and say Garcia. I was, it's, damn it. I'm trying to not pick the same. I was going to say him because he had his eye on that belt, but he also had his eye on the pure belt, too. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like he may try to do Here, some Here, I'm going to go Cassidy Shibata. then, just for the sake no. of. Okay, <laughs> then what do you want? All right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do DG, bro. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do Cassidy. You're going to do... This is oh. my Cassidy. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is my old Cassidy. Uh, CM Pretty Punk good. taking on Satoshi Kojima. Lariat. Springboard Lariat. Botch Buckshot Lariat. No, I was just playing. Uh, yeah, I said it. Uh, it of Love course, it, this though. is part of the Owen Hart Men's Tournament quarterfinal. I'm going Punk. Just makes more sense that Punk would win. Uh, I'm going to go... I but, put uh, I put you down as punk already, but I'll yeah. I'll delete it. I don't want disrespect. <laughs> I'm gonna go for botched springboard lariat as well. Oh, okay, for um, sure. Screw your knee. No, I'm sorry. And then we got the ten man tag. Uh, the BCC in the form of Claudio Castagnoli. We got John Moxley and Healer Yuta teaming up with Shomo or is it Shota Umino? Shota Shota Umino and uh, <laughs> that's where I get these every week. Kanutsuke. 
Kenosuke. Kenosuke. Takeshita. Take, thank you. Takeshita. I just remember no, trying to remember it, that when I covered Bro, AW. you don't understand. When I first got to New Japan, I'm like, oh, Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you hear him announce, you're like, that is, this dude just got that shit wrong. I remember when Shinsuke, I was like. Shin- Shinsuke. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, bro. Like, it's what like, you mean? So, but I'm going to go yeah. Elite, Eddie, and Ishii. Who are you going for? I'm sorry. Taking on. The Hung Bucks, I said it, anatomically correct. Uh, Eddie Kingston <laughs> and know. Tomohiro Ishii. You gotta watch the new I'm, BTE. I'm a, okay. I'm a, yeah, I did see that has that 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 uh that uh title. The title but name, yeah. I'm gonna go Elite Eddie and Ishii. I, I, I'm going um Yeah. As well? Cause BCC won the last one. Yeah. So they gotta win something to but push I'm, towards I'm, blood and guts. I, say, point, I know right? blood, yeah, I guess that that would be the rubber match. I didn't think about that. So just seems weird that he get the win to push to a rubber without Kenny in the mix. And you know what else I'll say is this. It's very crazy to me to see Kingston and Moxley on opposite sides, you know, weeks ahead of Blood and Guts like a year ago. They were on the same side. He was uh, able to get past the shit with Claudio, you know, to go against the JAS. And it's crazy how things have unraveled since then. Yeah, he you stole know? the and win then, from them. But they never, yeah, right? <laughs> but they never even um, brought that up. The other you thing know? is like, they, they never considered Eddie for the for the BCC either. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I, thought I mean, was but, but of course, he doesn't get along with Danielson either. But I would have rather seen that play out where he goes, nah, I can't do that. You know why, kind of thing, you know? Because, yeah. yeah. But no, so you're going to elite Eddie and Ishii as well? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I, I, I would think the BCC would win, mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh just because uh, it's their first, they got Kanosuke with them, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll lock it in for the elite. Okay, and of course uh, we got Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, taking on the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada in the main event. I'm going Okada. I'm being brave on this one. I think it's gonna be fuck. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna go Okada because if Omega losing, Danielson gotta lose too. Hmm. I don't think they can make both. I, 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 I picked like, Okada because I think Danielson is one of those rare people that could lose a match of that magnitude and sell it on. Like I was thinking that know? too, but I was also thinking they gotta keep it even yeah. on the playing field. If he got some, like I see you guys are amateurs. You lost the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's he is. Like, he is running his mouth a lot. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, so yeah. like unless uh, Kenny Finn to win, which I don't know. I mean, I don't really see him. I feel like he's bored. I'm like, why? Yeah, do I? Low key. He's like, I don't even really be going to Japan that much no more. <laughs> I don't even really want this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, was that it? Yeah, that was it. Uh, so uh, far, at least what I know. I mean, again, rampages yeah. tonight. We'll see what shakes out. I mean, at least we cover the base. If this rumored Tom Lawler. Uh, Adam Cole thing happens, you know what I'm saying? So, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, we'll uh, see. All right, we'll we'll take a quick break and then we'll be uh, back with the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Washburn with Winter Circle Pro and here to tell you guys about our brand new show going down Friday, July 28th. We present Paid in Full. Tickets on sale right now. Pre-sale, $25 for front row, $20 for general admission. You can get your tickets right now at paidful.eventbrite.com. Once again, that is paidful.eventbrite.com. We have the World Championship on the line as well as Tag Team Contendership and a three-way tag team match soon to be announced and the newest and the first 
P4P, pound for pound champion, Slice Boogie, a.k.a. the mystery entrant in the marathon match, will defend his championship against Lucas Riley. More on that as we unveil the rest of the talent announcements going on in the weeks to come. But again, get your tickets now, paidfool.eventbrite.com. Once again, paidfool.eventbrite.com. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. You're we back. I mean, I believe so. Yes, sir. Well, let's go ahead and kick off some of this news, man. Uh, WWE side of things, Carlito. Apparently has re-signed with WWE. I don't know. Uh, after showing up during last month's backlash to help Bad Bunny during a street fight against Damian Priest, many believe Carlito was in line for a return to the company, and now a recent report by Dave Meltzer may have suggested that is the case. He recently pulled out of an independent booking for Devin Nicholson's Great North Wrestling uh, that was scheduled for July 15th and told Nicholson he needed to cancel his appearance because he had re-signed with the company. SCS Scoops, uh, or SC Scoops, I should say, has since followed up with a statement from Great North Wrestling saying... Carlito informed Great North Wrestling EVP Jack Kilby on June 14th that he pulled out of our July 15th event in Smith's Falls, Ontario, that he had previously agreed to because he had re-signed with WWE and would be a violation of his contract. He returned his deposit, and we are currently in talks with several other ex-WWE stars to replace him at the event. So time will tell if and when he does show up. I, yeah, I saw footage of him at a, at a House of Glory event mm-hmm. where he was like, the rumors are true. And he was like, and everyone's like cheering. He's like... I did teach El Vikingo everything he knows. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was good. That was, good. That was, that was a good troll. Good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, huh. All right. I mean, good for him. We'll see what's up. Hopefully, it's not just to do the LWO stuff. Yeah, him. yeah, Who seriously. Uh, Angelo Dawkins recently uh, came out with gave his uh, comments on a potential split or solo goals, uh, per se, with uh, Street Profits. And he says, we're trying to do what the New Day did by having singles runs together. We're always, uh, we're always going to have each other's backs, and then we have our side missions. I think everyone is just fascinated with everybody breaking up. And this is while he was on The Ringer. So I thought that was interesting because, you know, I feel like that's been going around a lot. Uh, with, yeah, I mean, we've been hearing uh, is that Bianca talk for a gonna long go, time. Is Bianca going to go heal? Are they all going to go well, heal? That's that been talked and, about, and, too. And Montez reportedly being uh, primed to be a breakout single uh, yeah, guy yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, too. And so we've been hearing that for a yeah, while. Yeah, because he's had some bangers, like, with, with, I think, Seth and a few guys. With that, and then I think The Rock had tweeted at him, like, giving him some some words of uh, encouragement. So everyone was Dropped like, the I, like oh, the winner. <laughs> oh, he's he already got the rocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. nah, man. Just something. Uh, moving on, Seamus is a bit frustrated with WWE. Uh, he was recently speaking to Metro.co.uk and expressed his feelings on being left off of money in the bank, saying, why should I be crossing my fingers? You know what I mean? At this stage, 16 years, I'm not just sitting back and going, I'm happy to be here and collect a paycheck. I've never been like that. For me, it's always been about the competitive side, the performing aspect. Everything else doesn't even come to my mind. Everything I've done the last 16 years, I should be the number one name they think of, especially when a pay-per-view comes to London, a stone's throw away from Dublin. It's insane especially when I cut my teeth here in the London scene. Uh, he also questioned why st- uh, stablemate Ridge Holland wasn't booked for the show either, with it being his home country, but expressed happiness that Butch clinched a spot in the ladder match and then spoke on the group as a whole, saying, I just don't think that we've really capitalized uh, on the group, and neither have they, I think, 
talking about management. I don't think they've really let us show what we can do. Uh, this start-stop stuff is really hard when you're trying to highlight young talent. It's frustrating, you know. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get an opportunity to show what we can really do as a group because a lot of other groups who are out there have definitely got an opportunity that we haven't had to do some storyline stuff, some character stuff that's kind of been a shame, to be honest, considering the talent that's in here. So This coming from the guy that was on one of the – WrestleMania commercials, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah how much was that check, bud? Ridge Hodlin was was was, was uh, uh, wasn't it like um, forty year old version? What, what what was the yes? What 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 was the what was the drink the, or what was the product that they were doing that? Because uh, wasn't it? Are you talking about Drew and Sheamus during? WrestleMania? Oh no no. Oh, I'm ta- oh, oh okay. No no no. So that too, I forgot. It, yeah, there was like what's some kind of like. Um, wasn't it like Liquid Death? I think maybe it was no, something. It was one I, of the sponsors there. No, yeah. I'm, yeah, I remember there was like one or two, but I, oh no, yeah, I remember it was like a lemon, a hard lemonade. That's that, what it was. Yeah. yeah, there was that. It was Mike's Hard Lemonade and then TurboTax. Yeah, no, the other the, other sponsor. Not no, the, but yeah, yeah. The, I'm talking about like the the movie trailers. Oh, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember yeah, there's a whole 40 old version where Rich Holland was like, ah, uh, yeah, uh, freaking what's his name? I don't know. I'm, I'm over here trying to call him Mike. Uh, oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so I was like, yo, y'all, y'all had a y'all had a pretty good spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I but, mean he, but no, he ain't wrong. I mean, he he's a vet. Yeah. But I'll I'll admit you know. that he probably yeah, the, the right. They probably haven't had a lot of storyline stuff where they could have some character development, but you could also argue that for, you know, maybe the OC I, I, the club or whatever. But I think that it's a lot of groups that aren't the bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they, they just gotta they and, can't. And, but do they them. are bringing up a lot of young guys like like he's saying where they are being positioned to put them over. So it's not yeah. like like can you imagine be like we're putting over the Lotharios tonight? Like you know, yeah. like, like but where where's their creative direction? Like yeah. what do they do after beating us? Because we we've been putting in mad bangers and yeah. after bang like and mash. You would think that they would run back him and at least him and Walter for for the London uh, show, right? For you, the IC. Yeah, it's crazy how Gunther's not somehow on, or maybe That's he is. I don't, I don't know. I might be wrong. But yeah. the final uh, uh, story I have for WWE, and this is very interesting. Um, BWE on Twitter again, a new wrestling yeah, I've been source hearing, of media. Like, yeah, right? they've been a lot of people have been talking about them. Yeah, they've been too. knocking them out the park. But they have uh, they reported they were told by quote a proven WWE source that last summer the company was quote. So effing close, end quote, to bringing back yeah. the somewhat disgraced former NXT star I Patrick heard about Clark, this. aka yeah. Velveteen Dream, but plans were halted due to his arrest that happened uh, late August. So this was reportedly a Triple H idea at the time, as this timeline is on par with his rehiring wave that yeah. kind of took place uh, over the around the same time during that summer. Uh, once he rose to head of creative, uh, obviously Dream was once noted as one of his favorites while he was running NXT. So it's not a surprise. But just to review his past issues, you know, just to really break it down, he was accused of sending. Indecent images to underage boys, which he died. He denied, I should say. Two months later, more accusations came out, which WWE investigated but found no evidence of wrongdoing. Then he got arrested twice in August of 2022, which is what affected, I guess, any sign of him coming back for uh, first-degree battery, trespassing on property, and possession of drug paraphernalia. A month later, the first two charges were dropped. Uh, then he gets accused of highly inappropriate behavior at a house party by EC3, which VD denies and then responds by accusing him of taking drugs. And then uh, EC3 would then respond back by, I guess, telling people that he was suspended quietly and taken off TV for his drug use. Mm. And then it was shortly after that we would see the hashtag Fire Velveteen Dream, and he was eventually released in May 2021. So. I mean, if you remember, they they like even they took him off TV and they even tried to bring him back after a little bit, but yeah. but it was during the pandemic era, so there wasn't any live 
crowd there. Yeah, you know that was I mean? the only reason they were able to do that. In my and opinion. even then, yeah. it was still kind of uncomfortable a little bit. And and it sucks saying that because genuinely was a fan, you know. Yeah, yeah. And from watching it at an incubator stage at the live shows is uh just 100%. Pat- the Patrick Clark experience. Remember yep. that? Like yep. it wasn't even the Velveteen no. Dream yet. So nope. yeah, I, I yeah. totally agree. I totally, Unfortunately, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we move on to the other side of uh, the wrestling world. And first, uh, well, obviously AEW, but I'm going to start with some uh, a few things outside. Uh, one is, is uh, here. yeah, one is uh, the latest on the Ryback watch update because you know he, he he swears he's, he's another gonna, guy. Yeah, yeah, I was a fan uh, of too. This tweet says, uh, "My imminent return to TV would bring in the highest rated segment of 2023 on any wrestling show with a one to two week Ryback return lead in." Hashtag Ryback versus Goldberg. Hashtag Ryback with a TM. And then hashtag Feed Me Goldberg. So he's still so, very so much. So he's going like, don't yeah. tell people how to book you. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, because you're not, you're going. That's not how you're going to get people to book you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean, I get it, but I mean, like, that's for like, save that for the DM, bro. Yeah. And um, then uh, we got a contract update in Impact Wrestling for Moose. Uh, he recently took to Twitter uh, and he, he said, ain't "Never gonna leave, bro." Uh, he says, "Leaving Impact Wrestling was a very hard decision to make." Oh, since did he? He, I think he he did. For a bit, because he was doing some indies, remember? He was doing that, and he was doing NWA, too, wasn't he? Yeah. He yeah. said, it was, a, uh, it was a very hard decision to make. Since I made my debut in 2016, I have accomplished so much in seven years. Truth is, there are so many matches that I wanted to have, so many matchups to be had, and then I realized, unlike MMA, I don't have to beat the great wrestlers and other organizations to be considered great. I think my body of work speaks for itself. I believe my peers and other companies and organizations respect my work, and at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Right now, when you hear Impact Wrestling, AJ Styles has Kurt Angle are the top names to come to mind. I want my name to be at the top of that list. So when that goal in mind, I have more I have to get done before my time at Impact is done. Not only did I sign back with Impact, but I also signed the longest deal anyone has ever signed in company history. A whole lot of work has to be done, so let's go. And P.S. I get the still annoyed Tommy Dreamer and Scott Demore. So, well, there you go. Speaking of Tommy Dreamer, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, because I know obviously we grew up on the ECW era. Yeah. Um, I know Innovator of Violence is one of your favorites. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he uh, actually his mother passed away uh, back in April. Um, obviously broke his heart and yeah, I think they actually know. used it for storyline too with this thing. He, with, I with think bully. yeah, with bully. I think yeah. he may have yeah. That sounds a little familiar, but um, uh, but yeah, not the only piece of bad news for Tommy that he had to share uh, while speaking on the House of Hardcore podcast. He also revealed that he has skin cancer now for the third oh, uh, the third time. Um, as he went on to describe the kind of surgery he'll be undergoing to remove the cancer. Um, this is from uh, ringside, uh, doc, uh, ringside.com. Damn. All right. Ooh, well, definitely, you know, being a Dreamer fan, because I'm telling you, I bought into those years that he couldn't buy when winning against Raven just to get the one, you know what I mean? And so I I definitely the uh, fell in love with the the legend that, that was forming at the time of uh, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, the Ricketts, yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, I remember distinctly that the the was it the ten lashes or whatever yeah like didn't watch it on a replay I remember watching it like mm-hmm. when it happened yeah. and, and I remember like and then you see the transformation in Tommy too you're like oh this is crazy yeah you know no I mean? definitely so, but uh, yeah thoughts thoughts prayers go out to Tommy for yeah, sure yeah definitely know? uh speaking about people who might be out for a while or a little bit at least off TV Jeff Hardy uh per report. From uh, Sean Ross Sapp, uh, apparently he is uh, going to take a hiatus, uh, not because of anything legal or any kind of injuries or anything like that. It's because uh, there's, you know, uh, upcoming TV trip for AEW to Canada. And, uh, you know, due to his past arrest, he cannot enter Canada. So he hmm. will be off TV. Uh, I'll put it this way. The next time... 
that AEW's to return back to the States is July 19th in Boston for an episode of Dynamite. So um, the, he'll probably be off TV till then, which is, I'm thinking why maybe they, they kind of hot shot the thing with the guns and, and the Hardys, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they, they just got like jumped and then rolled out the ring. Yeah, <laughs> pretty then, much. And then everyone else got jumped again, so it was like, all right. Definitely. And I did bring up injuries. Uh, one injury update we do have uh, is on Bandito. Um, a yeah. lot of you guys, I don't know if you watched last Friday, but uh, yeah, man, the June 16th edition of Rampage, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita, he took on Bandito in the main event. It was a very fun match to watch for sure uh, but it looks like uh, the luchador may have uh, broke his wrist during the match the initial diagnosis is a triangular fibrocartilage complex injury surgery was recommended as soon as possible but he's getting a second opinion uh, I believe that was as of this Monday that just passed uh, and you know he mm. you know did put out an x-ray uh, post and uh, you know said in ran uh, he put out a post basically saying in aw rampage my wrist was broke my first medical checkup said I need surgery I will know what happened on Monday sorry to all my fans and my people so uh you know I mean yeah we- you would think it wouldn't be you know not that it wouldn't be anything but there's a guy who who springboards a lot too. You yeah, know what I mean, so exactly. he's gonna need that wrist for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, and, he does, and the, he does and that one-handed fucking. Uh, that's what military I was thinking. I was too? wondering yeah. if that's when it happened, maybe, oh. or I know he does those like long uh, stalling vertical suplexes. I think he got a uh, wheeler in a in a, a whole minute. A whole minute, yeah, yeah. bro. I was like, was not necessary. I was like, yo, no, not at all. Like, oh man's down. <laughs> I was like, yo, and he's like, and, and he was like leaning like the t- leaning tower of pizza yeah, for he sure. Was, like, yeah. he, he just muscled him back up. I was like, Jesus. Uh, and then uh, an update on actually something you brought to news last week, uh, Roosh. Uh, got yeah. an update on that whole situation. So you were talking about how he and his father basically left AAA or they quit, uh, and they announced that they're going to be working back on the independence. Um, it's being described as, uh, quote, a real bad situation. Yeah, I got a little bit of context from it listening to Conan talk about it, but you may have a, a more... Well, I got something from Meltzer, but I definitely would trust Conan more than anything because all I know <laughs> is that he was set to team with L.A. Park against yeah. Psycho Clown, Sam Adonis, and I guess the losers of that match would face each other in a massive yeah. yeah, kind of creative, I would say. But for Triple Mania in Mexico City, uh, Dave Meltzer said, "quote The Rust situation is very interesting. I have not heard from anyone there in AAA, and nobody really has as far as AAA. They have not, as far as I know, addressed the situation. Obviously, it's a real bad situation. L.A. Park has been talking that he." wants Russ or Roos to do the show because he's now left up in the lurch. AAA is getting a lot of heat for it and perhaps justifiably uh, because you put this thing together for the three Triple Manias and LA Park and Roosh are supposed to wrestle Sam Adonis, Psycho Clown, and Tijuana on July 15th. And Roosh has quit AAA and said he's going independently. He also said he's looking for a contract, which is a very interesting thing. He is under contract to AEW and we'll have to see how all this plays out, but a lot of movement in the Roosh situation and AAA has not addressed it at all anywhere. And to that point, it's been noted that I guess Roosh's deal with AW was only for a year so yeah, I don't I know if that. it's going to be coming up soon and where he'll land or what the deal is but you would think with Andrade coming back maybe there's some room to really work and cook you know what I mean but I don't know yeah I don't I don't I mean you could also even think that maybe the one year idea could have been Andrade's as well for him yeah very um, true because I know he was worried about them going to WWE for a little bit before when I, while they were still doing the Ring of Honor thing but um, from what I was uh, listening to when Conan was discussing some of it, he had made it sound like Psycho Clown, I'm sorry, not Psycho Clown, uh, L.A. Park and Roosh have been booked and been talking about doing that hair versus mask match 
for years and they never do it. And he, the way he explains it is they don't even really want to do the match because if they would, they, if they would, it would already be done. But every time they book it, something comes up, comes up, or the, you know, he's like, and and he he's figuring that Roosh is trying to quit. And try to because he feels like he uh, isn't making enough money for it, uh, and wants to try to get the match featured somewhere else for more money. That sounds he's like he's like, gonna be cutting his hair. That's what that sounds like. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how, uh, what the the current lineage of uh, L.A. Park goes to right now because obviously there's you know there's yeah L.A. Parker, there's L.A. Park too, there's yeah. L.A. Park. But so I, yeah, yeah, there's you know. It, yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, I always feel like most people don't lose their mask in AAA when their mask is on. Yeah, line, like, uh, you don't see it a lot. Yeah. So, uh, unless they go to WWE, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. But that that's that's a little context. I mean, when I get the clip, I'll send it to you because there's other stuff he was talking about. I just don't want to confuse his situation with another story he brings up that's similar to the situation. Yeah. So, for, for sure, there he was saying that those two keep – I guess, for lack of a better term, dilly dallying around when it gotcha. comes to that hair versus mask concept. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So. Uh, next, I'm just going to bring this up because this is basically going to cascade into everything else. Uh, this is just an update on the match we thought was going to happen at Forbidden Door Kenta versus CM Punk. Um, apparently, mm. Kenta had uh, via Twitter said that their match would never happen. Um, there was also PW Chronicle had said, as previous reported, previously reported, as I say, CM Punk versus Kenta was planned, was the planned direction for Forbidden Door on June 25th. However, Punk, quote, wasn't thrilled about the idea of working with Kenta at the event per Fightful Select. Kenta would retweet that and says, ha, 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 me too. It is zero interesting without money. Also, I'm so pissed that they planned our match without my permission and going to make it with, all caps, no bag. This is my personal feud. All caps. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard something about um, them supposedly trying to plan it without him, but I didn't know what, I, see, what the context was. I haven't heard much about that, but uh, Fightful's select. Well, mostly from him. Him uh, saying it. Yeah. Got you. I guess it says the uh, it had been planned, but as of this weekend, this past weekend, uh, it wasn't happening. Punk was open to the match, and there were other options being evaluated for him as of Saturday, which we now know is obviously Kojima. Um, you know, and apparently. You know, there's differing reports. Some say Kenta pulled out last second and was supposed to attack Punk after the main event of Collision, which a lot of people are like, is that why it was so such a long, which makes a lot of sense? Because that's why I remember I was saying it was a fun match, but there's like no angle for me to go home with. Well, that's why like, I was telling I was like, it was there was no segments, which I mean, I, w- I was kind of okay with that. But I was like, we also didn't know what to expect for next week at all. Yeah. So. And uh I guess he has heat with Rocky Romero and New Japan right now and has been asked to stop oh. mentioning CM Punk altogether. Oh. So that's something that's that's definitely worth mentioning. Um, you know, and then uh a lot of you know, as Andrew Rich at that point had said that he had heard from a source that it might be Kojima, but it had not been confirmed yet. But uh yeah, and ahead of AEW Dynamite, it was uh, you know, not just reported by a uh, by Fightful that it was officially scrapped. It was also said that there were supposed to be something. There were plans for that show as well that obviously got uh, basically aborted from because the match is no longer going to happen. Um, and it's also worth noting that again, you brought it up earlier. Punk said on mic that I'm a Collision guy. I'm not supposed to be here. Well, per Meltzer, apparently there are some top guys that had some feelings about him being there, and he said with Pink, uh, I'm sorry, with Punk being on the show tonight. 
One of the top guys was just like, quote, we were told that we would not have to deal with Punk except for on pay-per-views, but here he is, week one. There's a lot of decisiveness <laughs> that it's so uh. frustrating to me because I see it so closely and I feel it shouldn't be there. It's worse now than it's been. It hasn't gotten better. Right now it's at a pretty bad point again. So, uh, In terms of decisiveness of, of the, the locker room against him? Yeah, divisive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. So, um, And, of course, this takes me to... All things CM Punk, uh, you know, ahead of Collision, Wade Keller, who I don't always give his due because sometimes I feel like he's more opinionated. He had put out this ominous tweet about I have this feeling that you know some there's going to be some you know uh, 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 something that comes out media wise that's not it's not going to help matters in the locker room. And I'm not trying to be cryptic, but I, I haven't heard all the details. And he was alluding to this ESPN. Uh, interview that yeah. you know that's been coming out now and so it's with Mark Raymundi he says you know uh he he had put it out you know on Twitter he had interviewed him after you know 9 months of being out uh you know he talked about in the interview his you know how he's rehabbing from the triceps injury he had against Mox at uh, all out but of course you know I'll unveil most of what you guys have probably seen in terms of quotables uh he talks about the all out media scrum he says I don't think what happened was a big deal I think it's been exacerbated I think it's been exacerbated by people spreading lies about the whole thing uh he also feels like you know it's been exacerbated like the the fallout from the brawl because of his you know him having to leave so long to rehab that triceps because it, he tore it off the bone uh he talks about apologizing to tony khan when he first got there saying the first thing i said to tony when i sat down with them and spoke to him after was man i'm really sorry i put you in that position i apologize for the scrum but when you've watched the scrum you're looking at a very very frustrated guy who had told people that's not the first time he heard all of that and it's not the first time lawyers were told all of that i was just looking for something to be done and nothing got done so if you want something done right you got to do it yourself and i just didn't approach it in the right manner but tension was high i was very pissed pretty much knew i had just injured myself again and i was hurt and disappointed uh but it's very easy for me to say i regret that and i handled it the wrong way 100 percent uh, it says now we all got to rolling in the fucking mud and that never should have happened and has never been course corrected so i understand people that want to say oh man punk is a dick but well yeah because i'm defending myself and i'll always defend myself i'm open to having a full-blown effing sit down powwow discussion with everybody about it but it hasn't happened yet and it's not because of a lack of uh trying and i know in the interview he also talks about how he's tried to reach out to the elite. And yeah, I did hear about this. He, he says when he reached out, he's gotten, quote, messages from lawyers saying, do not contact this person. But he also said he's unclear whether those responses came at the request of legal or of Omega and Jackson themselves. You know what I mean? So he doesn't know if that's just the lawyer intercepting the message and doing their job or they're like, nah, man, send that guy a, you know, we've been teaching this just for years. Fuck that. <laughs> you know, I, who knows what it is, you know? So, uh, and he talked a lot about, you know, um, having low moments, but also talked about his match with Hangman Page. And, uh, you know, a lot of people remember there was a lot of blurring of the lines that we didn't know. And a lot of that stemmed from, you know, uh, him feeling like he had gotten Colt Cabana fired from AEW. Uh, and he kind of expressed a little bit about that. And he's, you know, he told ESPN that he has no relationship with Cabana, that he never asked Khan to take Cabana's or anyone else's job. But others in the company, including the elite, believe he did. And uh, he says uh, Paige was evidently competent enough to bring it up on television. And then he quotes and says, I proceed to have what I think is a garbage match because I think I'm trying to protect myself on stuff instead of actually just working and trying to put on the best performance I can because he thought Hangman was actually trying yeah, to Yeah, I, I heard, well, he, he did, from what I heard, chip his tooth at one point. Yeah, I guess he chopped him in the mouth, but I just, you know, they always I say mean, it's not. It's, it's weird because 
like I did hear that he, he that's what he said, but I don't understand the correlation between the Cole Cabana quote unquote firing or not firing and him bringing up workers' rights. I don't well because I, I think what it was was. Um, I think workers' rights is like the. I don't know if he did he say that verbatim or is that that's just like everyone, the term everyone? Keep, I think yeah. he did say, it, but that's the term that everyone. Because I know I I remember used. more of a, I'm defending AW from you. I'm not yeah, that I do yeah, remember. You know. So that, that's why I'm like always confused when they bring that up because they're, they're. It sounds they're, like somebody just spread something that was an assumption and it grew bigger and then it caused Paige to act. You know, to try to do something for his friend in Cabana yeah. without maybe having this whole story. You know, I don't know. But he did say that it poisoned everything for me and it made me all really, it made it all really, really ugly on his, you know, talking about his match with Hangman Page. And then, uh, but, you know, of course, Punk can't say anything without someone re- responding to it or reacting to it. And mm. Fightful recently reported the backstage reaction to the interview, saying that the word of Punk's interview did not have a pleasant reception based on secondhand reports of what was allegedly said by Punk himself. His Comments pertain to, quote, his version of what is true. It's uh, since been reported by Fightful that AEW has cur- they cur- curiously set up the interview with ESPN and even monitored it in person as it was being conducted. Hmm. Uh, Punk was said to be intentionally blurring the lines of work and shoot to help create buzz for you know the AEW Collision debut, but his comments got back to AEW uh, or the roster quicker than anticipated. Uh, also, according to Brian Alvarez, uh, there was a lot said in this interview that did not end up in print and that that the things that were edited out made people angry backstage. Well, Dave Meltzer added that AEW requested and made edits to the interview in an attempt at damage control to curtail Punk's comments towards like Page. Fallout, yeah, yeah, because they because here's Cause the thing. He still said stuff about well, that because yeah. here's the thing: is a lot of people don't know is um there are NDAs in place for everyone yeah, in the brawlout, but. But Hangman is not one of them. Yeah, so there's none in place applied towards Punk and Page. So there's a huge concern that because of that, that there's more potential for backstage drama to erupt between the two, especially on a live mic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Obviously, since then, uh, you guys have heard Nick Nick Jackson has come to Page's aid uh, on uh, Instagram saying, you know, not only is he a good good at wrestling, but he's an even better human being. Um, And, you know, even after the fact, Raymondi attempted to contact Page for his response to those comments to, I I assume, add to the uh, article, but he was unavailable for comment. Though it's interesting that Punk did mention during the interview that he was told personally that any idea of an angle against the elite wouldn't be happening. So it seemed like, you know, Punk. I, I heard that Kenny, not that they're cool, but I heard Kenny is willing, but I heard it's most like more on the Bucks. I, I could be wrong, but I mean, once a guy fucking punches you, I don't know if you want to fucking do business with that guy. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the good two good Christian boys has probably never been in a street fight before. It, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's not me getting my cornet on. It's like, I'm sorry, but it's kind of, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of sort of the truth. Like, outside of a facilitated fight inside of the ring, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten into like a, an actual scrap. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're from uh, Rancho. Who knows what goes down? You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, this this takes me to my last bit is uh, AW Collision because obviously Punk set off the uh, the opening with a promo. I wouldn't call it a pipe bomb, but you know, uh, obviously there were lines in there, things like David Z- uh, Zaslov or Z- Zaslov. There you go. He's the CEO of Warner and Discovery. For those who don't know, he says, "You know what he calls me? One Bill Phil, meaning one billion, as in the uh, the amount AEW television would be getting in 
uh, once they secure new TV rights, etc. But he says, he calls in one bill, Phil. That's because I am the one true genuine article in a business full of counterfeit bucks. And then also said, you know... Uh, you know, if you feel I owe you an apology, uh, I, you know, here it is. I am sorry that the only people softer than you are the wrestlers you like. Um, you know, obviously there was some reception to that in the backstage area. People on both sides of the situation uh, per Fight Floor said that Punk was just getting out what he needed to, while there are others who felt like Punk was being hypocritical and making comments about the elite being soft after his being upset about everything that went down during the, the Hangman Page feud, I mean, which is kind of like, my, pay, uh, my also Also the journalists, too. Like, it's not even just the wrestlers. I'm like, bro, like you're getting frustrated with... Dirt the sheets. dirt sheets too, yeah. and letting them make you explode out of freaking media screen. Yeah, like. definitely. And there are still conflicting reports pertaining to the promo. With PW Insider reporting, it was 100% improvised and off the cuff. While Meltzer reports that uh, you know that those two lines in there were uh, uh, approved, uh, approved or? ahead of time by management. Hmm. So that's what's kind of weird because. I don't know, you know, and then the Bucks, they did respond on their Twitter bio just saying if it were 2018, we'd already have a counterfeit Bucks shirt available on PWTs. Uh, kill it, y'all, meaning like kind of made it seem like, you know, good luck with that show over there. Like, you know, we're, we're just, you know, whatever you got to say, it's cool, but you're just making AEW more money kind of thing, you know, or more popular or whatever. It yeah, is. but it wasn't as it wasn't as bad as the insult as you thought, but keep it pushing, y'all. Yeah, exactly. But. One uh, specific uh, response was very interesting was the Murderhawk Monster. Mm. He took uh, somebody had quoted the uh, softer than the wrestlers, you know, or softer than you are, the uh, the wrestlers you like or whatever. And he retweeted that and said, I'm not, but he won't fight me and AEW won't put me in the ring with them. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting, you know. I mean, that is interesting. I wonder if it has something to do with this old TNA days. That, that's actually a good point. You know, uh, the Lance Hoyt days. Yeah, that's right. That, that, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. If I mean, I don't know when they could have crossed paths or, yeah, I mean, or he why. Was, he did do the Vance Archer thing. Yeah. Back back in um, with the ECW, WWE. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's so. true. But, uh, yeah, and just to cap it off with all things collision, uh, you know, we did see that Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness uh, ended up being uh, the commentary team, which mm -hmm. we didn't even know last week. It was still up in the air. And then their theme song is Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting by Elton John, which I know is not typically wrestling, but I like that it kind of gives a new, a different identity from that of Dynamite or Rampage, mm -hmm. I will say. That's true. And then uh, I don't know if you guys heard how gruff JR sounded on uh, commentary. It's because yeah, he, he actually had... had a fall that morning. Yeah. Uh, black eye, the whole nine. Um, and he actually... Felt bad, and you know he he tweeted out, you know, sorry everyone for how I sounded. I'm gonna take some time away, you know, to, to heal right and everything. So he'll be back soon. Uh, but yeah, the debut reportedly uh, fetched an average of 816,000 viewers, nearly the same as the episode of Dynamite earlier that same week, which drew in an average of 832,000 viewers. So hmm. sounds pretty good. And I mean, then it's Punk's first night, and he said he's gonna have a mic. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then, interesting enough, Chris Hero was backstage at AEW Collision. Uh, hmm. and it appears that he will be getting some sort of backstage role with AEW on a trial basis somewhat soon. That's crazy because you would think that they would have like BCC would just recruit him with 
you know, the Kings of Wrestling in, into uh, instead of Kanosuke, right? Yeah, seriously, seriously. That would be kind uh, of funny. And then according to a news report from PW Insider, Dax Harwood has also been involved in creative pitches as of late, so I thought that was also interesting so. to bring in. And Jake Roberts was doing an episode of The Snake Pit, and he said how he would like to get in on creative and said, absolutely, I would love the opportunity. Just give me 15 minutes of show. Let me put something together. I know I can help. I'm just begging for that job. Uh, but, and That's then, cool. And then like uh, apparently Sean Spears, uh, I don't know what the deal is, but had, has no love for Miro. I don't know if this came from NXT days or what, but apparently hmm. someone had asked him, hey, how about you and Miro tie up tomorrow ahead of the collision debut? And he just put no thanks. It was like a very fast, I'm hmm. good. you know. But who knows if maybe he was like, I don't want to be served to Miro who's been off TV you know, clearly whoever's in that spot is going to get, you know, Yeah, maybe down. it's just more about, like, yeah, he's been uh, salivating for, uh, I'm not going to be the first victim back, thank you yeah. very much. And then, uh, I have a kid now, so. <laughs> yeah, I got things to think about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then finally, amid reports that CM Punk made the physical return of Ace Steel a condition for his comeback to the company, FIFA reports that Steel was not backstage at AW Collision, nor is he expected to be at uh, any upcoming shows in person, but will still be heavily involved in Punk's creative plans and fightful also provided an update on the soft brand split planned uh, backstage ahead of collision as initial plans seem to have now transitioned to sharing talent across all aw shows That's after reported plans for a quote transfer portal has been shelved for now despite the term being trademarked by aew they tr- that's hard. That's a hard. No one's going trust me. Everyone's like, what's worse, the superstar shakeup, the wild card, or the transfer portal? It's like they're all bad. The transfer. They're, they're all loopholes into well sharing. You know, like, going against all, what you said. Like, what is the tra- like? Is it a physical place you got to put people in there and then they I walk think back it's supposed out? To be like, like, you know, off the remember Okada talked about. We need more transfers. Last week, talent transfers. Yeah. Because, so it's like. Are you just going off of that and just on some like that's the, that's the other forbidden door Cause, name? Because the like, port, like when I hear transfers and I hear portal, that reminds me of like online school website shit. Yeah, seriously. You know what I mean? Like registering for school and shit. Like yeah. I don't know. Man. But anyway, that was the news. That it was, sir. Um, obviously it's the go home week for Forbidden Door. Yeah. Um, and also we're gonna get the second episode of Collision tomorrow, and we're gonna uh, you know get yeah, rampage for, tonight for sure. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, it's Tanahashi stacked. swerve. I am though. And I'm then, not. And I'm Brody Andrade sounds very interesting. Yeah, I so. definitely want to see that. I want to figure out who uh, who they're thinking for that that third uh, guy. Yeah, uh, Sting and Darby. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm like, is Gray Muda coming back? <laughs> uh, I guess we didn't predict that match because we don't know who's in it. Uh, um, I'm I'm gonna go Sting and Darby on that just to help. I'm assuming it's gonna keep building towards the Sammy Jericho thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the faces. I'm going to go with the heels. All right. I'll go ahead and make that note, sir. Because who's on his team? Just Sammy and... I think it's the, whatever, the love murder sex con or whatever. Oh, it's Minoru, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going for them. I'm going for Minoru. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, murder grandpa. Yeah, I didn't yeah, say, say Jericho. Yo, yo everything, I will say, Darius's interactions with him was pretty, pretty yeah. fun. I, I love know. that Taz was, like, putting over, like, he has, like, good, like, uh, hand, you know, just, just hand speed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, later in the match... He fucking pops Jericho bad, and then like fucking Excalibur talks over and won't even let him get get that shit over. I was like, 
Why are you talking like? And don't forget, we got these T-shirts going. Yeah, on. I'm yeah, like, yeah. bro, you course, just smacked the it's, shit it's, out of Jericho. It's definitely going to be for an ad. Yeah, you know I, mean? so, I was like, that's the only reason. But yeah. but yeah, that was the show, man. Uh, I want to thank y'all for listening, man. Again, we're uh, on a countdown to 300, man. So. Yes, uh, we're going to be trying to cover everything we can, especially with the addition of Collision, man. I think this may be a good <laughs> time yeah. to start winding it down just yeah. because, uh, I mean, things are only going to get a, a little bit more yes, more sir. busier, you yes, know what I mean, yeah. uh, as far as uh, having to have enough time to watch everything going on. But um, I did enjoy Collision for the most part. Shout mm-hmm. out to Matthews. They had a kick-ass match. Him and Andrade. Yeah, yeah, too, they man. did. So, But interested to see Forbidden Door, man. If you guys are interested, let us know what your uh, predictions are, man, after we drop the... Uh, the promo art, you could just comment underneath, man. Let us know how you guys are feeling about Forbidden Door as well. Yes, sir. And uh, how you feeling about CM Punk's return so far, man? I guess let us know about that, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and don't yeah, forget. Don't, don't ask me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be here for another half hour because I just go That'll back be a and whole forth. episode. Yeah. Yeah. By itself, which mm. maybe maybe we'll bring Mark on and just talk about yeah. that. That, that, that could That'd be, be fun. Yeah. Uh, but don't forget to follow us, man, on social media. That is at The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on uh, Twitter, as well as uh, The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook and TikTok. Um, you can make sure you go and uh, check out my album, The Quincy Jones Show. Uh, that, that's right, the album. I got yeah, them bars. Do that. Um, and make sure you check that out. It's on uh, most. You can check it out on Spotify. That's where most of the streams are coming from right now. Yes, but sir. Anywhere you go to get your music, man, you don't got to download Spotify. Yeah, if, if, Apple if, Music, title. Thank uh, you, man. iTunes, Pandora. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, Pandora. Exactly. Yeah. Anywhere you like to stream your favorite artist, you're gonna even, find Quincy Jones. Go, man. Even on the social media, you can find me as well, man. Check yeah. Quincy Jones. Go. Of course, featuring uh, the best damn tag team partner as well, man. And yes, sir. Um, yeah, man. Uh, check that out. Also, check out uh, Doc's work as well. This is awesome. I'm featured on that as well. Yeah. I um, mean, plenty of other albums on there, but that's my most recent one for sure. Definitely gets to some of that uh, wrestle rap culture in there, man. Uh, obviously, like you said, Quincy Jones Go is on there, the world's greatest tag team they, partner. They, they weighed check on out that, that track. Though. They, they, are, they are. But check out that <laughs> track, world's greatest tag team for sure. And then, of course, got Strong Style and Profiling, the remix featuring Quincy Jones again, tagging back in one more time. And then, of course, the iconic Mega Rans on there. And also on the project, my boy I. Ellis, the artist man is definitely uh yeah, something dope, to man. listen to man so I think he got some stuff coming out yeah 100 yeah. so i'm overdue to collab with him on something too so we got something coming oh i gotta got talk to you about that actually oh, okay yeah i'll talk to you about that off mic but uh yeah man so uh, other than that you already know you can find me man at doc lesnar uh, all things having to do with my music on instagram at doc underscore kjs pod for all things having to do with this podcast hashtag wrestle wednesdays as usual show me who you're wearing next week i'm gonna see you guys you guys know i'll stay up on that man and then, of course at lesnar's underscore lots that's Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my Mercari page where I sell anything from Funko Pops having to do with the licenses of The Office, Rick and Morty, Black Panther, things like that. And of course, you guys know I'm big on the wrestling merch. So of course, I got eight by tens. I got Funko Pops, figures, boxed and loose. I got any knickknacks you could think of. That's AEW and WWE as well. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, AEW yeah. and New Japan, ECW. I got it all. Go ahead and check my page. I promise you, you will find something you like, whether it's bundled, whether it's single. And I accept bundles. So go ahead and check me out man but i only take offers on mercari so go ahead and check me out on instagram but go to my page it's linked on there and of course follow at winter circle pro what absolutely at winter circle pro on instagram because july 28th friday in chino california american legion post number 299 we are hosting our third event that is paid in full we have a jam-packed card ready to go we're gonna release that next week honestly like our biggest show yeah uh, capacity wise, oh yeah, match wise too, yeah. yeah. So and we yeah. had a big reveal earlier today as well. So. Yes, we did, yeah. and um, yeah, man, I'm uh definitely excited, man. Go ahead and again, paidful.eventbrite.com, twenty five dollars yes. front row, twenty dollars general admission. Gonna have some dope ass vendors as well, man. Gonna have some food. Gonna have some great Sir. drinks, live music. 
and just great wrestling, man. Again, just building a, a dope little community out here in Chino, California. Um, holler at us, man. You know, if you guys yeah. are interested in whether trying to maybe get on the card, uh, maybe help out with the ring uh, setup or even vendoring or, or possibly trying to get down with, with the actual business, hit us up, man. Yes, I mean, sir. Winter yeah. Circle Pro uh, Wrestling at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely, man. And other than that, we got some news. We had some review. We had some predictions. But I also got three words for him, my friend. Top guys out.